So if you don't want to be a weed in the garden of Jannah, if you don't want to be plucked out, then you have to ask yourself, what is the purpose you serve? Welcome to the True Success Channel podcast. I'm your host, Shamima Shah Jahan, and I'm here to help you unlock your inner greatness and transform your life into a fulfilling lifestyle that brings you true success. That's success in this world and the next. As a self-development and transformational coach, I help you eliminate the limiting beliefs that's holding you back from reaching your maximum potential. If you are a dream-driven woman, you are in the right place. As each week, we'll be talking about healing, growth, empowerment, and everything in between. True Success Channel is all about purpose, intention, and strategic action infused with faith to help you unleash your true potential, craft your dream life, and attain success. So my dearest soul sisters, let's heal, grow, and slay those goals. Hey guys, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. I hope all of you are doing good. This is me, your host Shamima Shah Jahan, coming at you with a brand new episode in our podcast show called the True Success Channel. In today's episode, I want to share a reflective moment that I had today morning. If you are a part of the Soul Sisters tribe, you must be already aware about the fact that I am a new plant mama. That's right, very recently I bought the first ever plants into my cozy little house. If you are not aware about what the Soul Sisters tribe is and you're wondering what it is, how can you become a part of the tribe, please bear with me while I give a mini introduction to the newcomers. Basically, Soul Sisters tribe is how I like to call my subscribers who read my Romande Musings letters. Romande Musings is a soulful letter that I send every Monday straight to your inbox where we talk all things personal development infused with faith. I share snippets of my life that I don't share anywhere else coupled with reflections and gems that I find from books, podcast episodes and different individuals. If you want to become a part of the Soul Sisters tribe, all you have to do is go to www.tinyurl.com forward slash rmm letter or you can simply go to my website www.shamimashahjahan.com you can find both links in the description below inshallah okay so that being said let me share with you that incident that compelled me to hit pause and reflect that incident that inspired today's episode so as i said before I am a new plant mama. Although when I was going to purchase the plants, I only wanted to purchase indoor plants that will beautify the space and create the energy and the vibe that puts me in the work mood and creates a sense of ease in the house. My husband was insistent on buying plants that we can eat. Eventually, we ended up buying mint and spearmint. Something else that I recently started was along with sending my husband his lunch, I have taken the extra effort to prepare some fruit juice, pour it in a small coffee flask and send it to him. 
so that on a hot day while he's having his cold lunch, he can enjoy some refreshing juice. Now, what's the significance of me telling you all this? Let me weave it all together. So while I was preparing the juice, I plucked a few spearmint leaves that I can add to the juice. And that's when I noticed some peculiar leaf adjacent to the plant. It was a heart-shaped leafed tiny plant. So I took the pot and went to my husband and said, Hun, just look at this leaf. It's heart-shaped. Is it a spearmint? Because it smells like spearmint, but it has a different leaf shape. Probably it's a weed. What do you think about it? At this, my husband just looked at the plant and he was like, oh, this one is just a weed and he just plucked it off entirely from its root. First and foremost, I did not expect my husband to just pull off that weed right away like he did and he just handed me that plant and here I was, kind of shocked with my husband's abrupt action, which obviously is logical, you know, if it's a weed, just pluck it out, but... I internally was like, but it's so cute. And it makes sense. You have to pluck the weeds because if not, they will be sucking off the nutrients from the plant you want to grow. And I went to the sink where I keep my plants, which accompany me while I'm doing my dishes. And I was comparing the leaves. There was the spearmint that we actually wanted, which had a regular, you know, the triangular shaped leaf not so different from the mint plant that I had adjacent to it, except that it differentiates only in texture. And in my hand was that little weed looking so beautiful with its heart-shaped leaf. And that, my friends, made me reflect that it's never about what's on the outside, or should I say it's not only about how things look on the outside but real purpose real value is from the inside the purpose the servitude all the good stuff that is not external and i want to talk about this particular point with you today simply because in today's generation i feel that a lot of emphasis is given only to what is external and this can be positive as well as negative. On a negative note, we see, for an example, when you go out to visit a relative or a friend, they say, oh my God, you've become so thin. You've got so sunburned. You've put on weight. Although these little statements sound like innocent comments of concern, they can really put a person into an emotional spiral. Guess what a person who heard someone say, you've got dark, you've got sunburned, will do. They'll come back home, try all the DIY masks, go on Google and type, how can I get rid of suntan fast at home? You know, it's really sad that, you know, that's another problem on its own. It's sad that people don't really understand that their words have consequences. It's like cause and effect. Your words can be the cause and it can have a positive or negative impact on another person which is why the prophet said say something good or keep silent now that's beside the point today i want to focus mainly about the internal versus the external and the emphasis that we have 
to develop, to pay more towards the internal than on the external. Now, talking about the emphasis of today's world, we spoke about how the world focuses on only what's external and this can be negative and positive. We just touched on the negative aspect of it. Now, let's just go ahead and look at the positive side. I think we can all relate very quickly the Black Lives Movement. I'm not saying that we should entirely stop focusing on what's external. No, there should be a balance. But what I'm trying to say is we should focus more on what's internal than what's external. Because whether you realize it or not, it's what's inside, it's what's invisible that creates the visible. Even when it comes to this Black Lives Movement, we see that as individuals, we have to speak against it, it referring to racism. We see people discriminated because of their skin color or a particular race. This is not right because we are all equal in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself is not doing discrimination, what makes us think that we are superior? How can we possibly justify the ego that we have in creating divisions between us based on the differences that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put within us. The only way we differentiate and our status or our ranks change is by taqwa. And even when it comes to taqwa, it's solely up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to judge because it's things of the unseen. Because a person can be externally very pious, whereas inside he could be a hypocrite. The judgment is not up to us to make. It is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we should leave it at that. Now, having said that, even when it comes to the Black Lives Movement, this entire problem of racism is a result of corrupt insights because people have this sense of entitlement, which is not external, but it's internal. People have pride, people have ego, people have superiority complex. All this is things that are inside and it's the inside that is really being reflected externally through acts of racism and comments that they say in a very harsh manner that hurts another person and belittles him or her. Now, moving on, what does this have to do with the incident of the heart-shaped leaf and the weed and the entire story about it? You see, externally, the heart-shaped leaf looked beautiful, but then it ended up becoming a weed which had to be removed from its root because it was useless. Reflecting on that point, I want you to ask yourself, hold yourself accountable, do some self-analysis. Ask yourself, if you are focusing only on how you look externally, if you have a plumb lips, if you have a small waist, if you have the perfect skin tone that the world, the society says you should have, or are you consciously working towards your quality? And the quality lies in what's internal, the solitary work, the soul work, the work of which only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. Because sometimes even when you see the results of what's 
internal, externally, and people might appreciate you and praise you. Nobody knows the efforts, the efforts that you may have taken to control your anger, to control the bad desires, to control the lust, to really push yourself and be disciplined. Nobody knows that struggle except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What's important is that we keep striving so that we don't become a weed amongst the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, reflecting on the way my husband just pulled out that weed, no matter how beautiful it looked, it puts in my mind a picture of the Qiyamah where people will be hand-picked and selected to enter Jannah, whereas the rest will be doomed to hell. There's selection going to be happening on Qiyamah. We have to ask ourselves, will we become a weed in the garden of Jannah? Not everyone will go to Jannah, we know that. Just because you say La ilaha illallah doesn't mean you will get direct access to Jannah. Some people, or should I say most people, will enter hell, pay for their sins and come back. And this is not what we want. We should stop making going to hell cool. Because you wouldn't believe it. I've actually heard some teens say, oh, it's okay, we'll just go to hell and just come back. It's not like a transit on the airport. Trust me, we have to seek refuge in Allah from entering into hell or even seeing hell or feeling its warmth even from a distance, subhanAllah. Allahumma ajirna minan nar, Allahumma ajirna minan nar. May Allah save us from hellfire. Ameen. Because its fuel is made with men and stones. Waqudu an nasu wal hijara. Allahumma ajirna minan nar. Ameen. So let's not become a weed on Jannah. The gardens of Jannah will be just pulled off and put to hell. There's no in between. You belong to hell or heaven. There is no in-between. Although there will be an in-between during the moment of decision, but then the destination is only two. So if you don't want to be a weed in the garden of Jannah, if you don't want to be plucked out, then you have to ask yourself, what is the purpose you serve? So when it comes to the spearmint, what made me keep the spearmint and pluck out the heart-shaped leaf, although it was beautiful, the fact that it did not serve any purpose. So you have to ask yourself, what purpose are you serving? Yes, we are all servitude. We are all worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We accept Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as our one true God. But that belief alone is not going to take us to Jannah. Because I told you initially, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us that not everyone who holds the kalima la ilaha illallah will go to Jannah directly. So, which means la ilaha illallah alone is not enough. We need something extra. And that is our servitude. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Ar-Ra'd that it's what benefits the people that will last. We have a two-way connection. We have a connection, we have a responsibility towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is worshipping Him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajim Ya ayyuhanna su'budu rabbakumul ladhi khalaqakum Worship 
Allah who created you and Allah is not saying Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu Allah is not addressing all those who believe only but Allah is saying Ya ayyuhannas O mankind whoever you are whether you're a male whether you're a female and subhanallah in today's world no matter what your sexual orientation is put your desires aside ask yourself if your actions your thoughts are aligning with the desire of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if not, it's not worth it. No matter what your friends say, no matter what the society say, no matter what the media says, it's not worth it. Because this world is temporarily after all. And the next connection that we have is of a connection with the people, your immediate family, your extended family, your sisters and brothers of the deen, of faith, and the rest of humanity. You have an obligation towards them and that is to serve them in your way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not create anything in vain but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed for your existence because he knew that there is so much potential in you he knew that there is a difference that only you can make in this world so if you want to see that come to life you have to start serving very recently, I read a post, subhanAllah, it has been stuck in my mind ever since. The post read, if you are waiting on God, then do what waiters do. And in caps, it was written, serve. If you are waiting on God, then do what waiters do, serve. So ask yourself, how are you going to serve? How are you going to bring out your potential into this world so people benefit from it? What is going to be your legacy? These are questions each and every individual must ask himself because this is going to be the determining factor of whether or not you will enter Jannatul Firdaus. That's what we should aim for. And that's what I'm going to focus on. We don't want second quality. We want the first quality. You know, when it comes to the goals of this world, we say aim for the moon, you'll reach among the stars. But when it comes to going to Jannah, people say, okay, let's just enter Jannah. No, the Prophet wasallam, our beloved Prophet, told us to seek dua to enter Jannatul Firdaus. When you are asking for Jannah, Ask for Jannatul Firdaus. And if the Rasulullah who thought about me and you and cried and he is going to intercede on behalf for us, he reserved the special dua that each and every prophet will be given for Qiyamah for our benefit. If that prophet of Allah told me to ask for Jannatul Firdaus, then that's exactly what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on going to Jannatul Firdaus. And that's exactly what you should do too. So forget about entering Jannah directly. But let's talk about entering Jannatul Firdaus. And for that, we need to serve. We need to serve with everything that we've got. And Alhamdulillah in our deen, we have been given the opportunity by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to even do acts of worship in what might sound bizarre. You know, if a man or a woman is fulfilling his sexual desire in the right way with his spouse, that becomes an act of worship. You'll get rewarded. People don't want to talk about it. It's considered taboo. But look how straightforward the deen is. You can do dhikr 
while you are walking and plant seeds in Jannah, subhanallah. What a vast deen, what a merciful God, and it will be such a shame on us if we don't take advantage of all of it. So while I conclude this episode, I want to say that if we are going to serve, if we are going to enter Jannatul Firdaus Ra'la, we can only do it when we are living a conscious and intentional life. And this can only be possible if our intellect is active. But it's very sad that when I use the word intellect, not everyone's going to understand what it is instantly because it's become lost in us, which is why there's so much of chaos in this world, whether it's on a communal level or an individual level. On an individual level, we see more people distressed, depressed, and there's so much of divorce. On a communal level, we see a lot of militancy, vandalism, and terrorism. So it's essential for us to wake up and reactivate our intellect, to sharpen our intellect, which is why the first ever course on the SS Academy, which is a part of the Soul Sister Circle, is the human intellect. Soul Sister Circle is a membership platform for the growth-driven Muslima who is committed to accelerating her personal growth and building her legacy. And the best part is that we will be looking at both personal growth, self-development, and building the legacy in the light of Islam. If you need more details, go to www.shamimashahjahan.com forward slash SS Circle. SS referring to Soul Sister Circle. You can find that link in the description below as well. I really hope to see you there. Don't think twice about investing in yourself, investing in your personal growth. Because you might be thinking today that you're not able to invest because you got no money. You know, you always will find a way to make things that's important for you to work. And when you put the conscious effort, guess what? Allah is Ar-Razak. He will provide. Allah is Al-Fattah. He will open doors of opportunities for you. So I hope to see you as a part of the Soul Sisters tribe and also Soul Sisters circle. Because this is something that I feel that we all need to focus on. Even if it is not Soul Sisters Tribe or Soul Sisters Circle, make sure you are doing what is in your capacity and going all in in terms of securing your success in this world and the next. But again and again, I want to talk about Soul Sisters Tribe and Soul Sisters Circle because this is something that I truly believe will help you because it's, it was my only mission. This is what I'm super passionate about and this is what I make dua for to Allah every single day in my sujood to make me a means of empowering Muslims all around the globe. I mean, so I am inviting you to join it only because I truly believe in it. The end of this episode became a bit too emotional and powerful, but Alhamdulillah, I hope you hold yourself accountable and ask yourself, how are you going to serve the will of God today in your capacity. How are you going to discover your inner calling and benefit people? With that, we'll come to the conclusion of today's episode. I hope to catch you in next week's episode. Till then, you can go follow me on social media because I'm pretty active on my stories on Instagram, on Facebook or on YouTube. All links are provided in the description below. 
And before I end, one last thing. I'm sure that you want to see that heart-shaped leaf, which is why I have included the picture in the podcast show notes. You can check out the show notes in my website. The link is provided in the description. With that, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Take care.